it sounds like I'm emceeing. I hope that's okay. Uh, I'm pretty okay with it. Chris? Mm. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. We have the votes to override you anyway. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome. We're This is uh, Read It and Weep, a podcast where we discuss the books that we're reading that we really have no business reading because we know going into them we're probably not going to like them. Uh, this week and for the first, I don't know, five podcasts maybe, we're going to be talking about Twilight. We're starting on the first book today. We're reading the first couple CDs. Of course, we're doing an audiobook so we don't have to read the whole thing. My name is Alex and joining me today are Ezra and Chris. Hey there. Hello. Yeah, I'm hey. The- not giving out last names right now because I've heard that the fan base is rabid and they might kill us. So, yeah, let's look out for that. So, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. Yeah, here's so here's here's my my theory. As I mentioned in the in the first email, like I'm subjecting myself to this because I think it's necessary or not necessary but helpful. And then beyond that, it seems like a really funny idea to me for like three mid twenties gentlemen. To be yeah. reading a uh, sex books for twelve-year-old girls. Yeah, and, keyword uh, gentle. <laughs> <laughs> um, to read to read a book like this that is clearly not aimed at us, and then discuss it very seriously, or if that's less funny, to be really mean to just how awful the book is. From the emails that Ez sent, you know, I, I'm gathering that his attitude is nothing but loathing, and to the point <laughs> at which I don't know, you know, as you think you'll be able to. I mean, what do, what are your thoughts? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I I like the I like the idea at least one of us can like, you know, have a can have some kind of appreciation for it and say why well, this is not the worst book in the world. You just don't think you're that guy. Well, I mean, you know, I I can become that guy. <laughs> are you, I'll, are just you die, I'll I'll die a little inside every time I say something. That's all. Nose goes. Nose. I touched my nose. I did too. So did I. Interesting. All right. Toes right. goes. We'll have to find somebody else. Toes goes. <laughs> touching my toes right now well then I'll say this up front to be fair although it might possibly be the worst thing that I've ever sat through at this point I don't feel like putting it down exactly I hate it and it makes me miserable when I'm when I'm listening to it but I, but I'm, I'm giving like I don't know I'm I'm on I'm 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 a little bit curious that's this is my compliment we'll, we'll, we'll make this a compliment sandwich how about that we'll all start with one compliment to the book and then maybe 20 to 40 minutes of ragging on it, and then one more compliment on the way out. Okay. Right, so my first compliment is that I, even though I have a pretty general idea of what's going to happen, thanks to accidentally reading the first two sentences of the Wikipedia page, um, I'm, I'm a little curious to see how, how we get there. Okay. That's my compliment. Uh, somebody else. I really like that Stephanie Meyer took the time to <laughs> To write a book. No, no, no. To locate specific places in Washington <laughs> and before rainfall, and do things. You know, she checked her facts, for instance. Well, she didn't check them that well, but, you know, when she said that Phoenix is four times bigger than Seattle, it's actually three, you know. Uh, but it is bigger. Yeah, you know, I like that she checked her facts. Complimenting her fact-checking. Yeah, absolutely. I got, I got kind of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for one. <laughs> really... She really knows her audience. <laughs> well, according according to the Wikipedia page, 
um, she didn't really have this all planned out. This came to her in a dream, and she just, having never written anything before, wrote an entire book from a dream. No, hey, and did you know this? She didn't know anything about vampires going into this, besides, like, yeah, so, I mean, like, anything about steaks or garlic or, or anything like that is not included. Instead, she just makes up things about vampires, like, for instance, their eyes change color. Yeah, yeah. They have a, they have an, they have a, a, a gauge on how full they are. They yep, have a, they, <laughs> it starts subtly flashing as it gets closer to empty. <laughs> um, did did you know, guys, that the dream was actually sent by Satan? <laughs> no, I didn't. Tell me I more. Wikipedia a fact. didn't include that. Now, is that still pending sources? or Actually, I should add the, I'm going to add this to Wikipedia right now. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll last a, lo- a whopping three seconds. I am... I'll be happy for that three seconds, because the truth has to get out somehow. Where's <laughs> um, that edit? Oh, is this locked? Is this page locked? I would not be surprised at all. Oh, no. Well, are you logged in? Oh, wait, it is locked. There it is. This article is semi-protected due to vandalism, which is related specifically uh, to you, you vandal. <laughs> yeah, right? They totally saw it coming. So, as I guess the uh, something to cover early on, so I'm, I was interested in reading this because it constantly comes up at, at comedy sports shows, and I feel like I should be able to make fun of it in context and like recognize it when it happens. But, and so I talked you guys into reading it along with me, except as (laughs) you'd already read most of it, part of it. Uh, Yeah. Half of it. Um, it's because, uh, someone who I used to respect a bit, uh, recommended to me and, uh, recommended it to you. Well, she was saying how she liked it. Okay. Um, and That's not a recommendation. That's. An I guess opinion. it's not actually a recommendation. No, but she was. It, I don't know. So she didn't say like she didn't like she didn't Pandora it to you. She didn't like look at your bookshelf and say, based on no. these five factors, you would love Twilight. Clearly, no, nobody ran that. a Netflix algorithm on Ezra <laughs> and Twilight, right? <laughs> no, that was a miss. You got halfway through it, so so you finished uh, five or six CDs. Is that right? Yeah, I think six. Okay, so you, you've got a little while before you have to pick it back up to continue. Um, because I am... Wait, 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 hold on. You're not serious. You're going to make me do this again, are you? No, no, no. You don't have to... Well, you don't have to start over. No, I, I mean... need to finish. You... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are doing it. I, it and... But you don't know... Like, I, I think I'm, I'm in the best place to judge how bad this book is having read the most of it. <laughs> Right, it's like well, it's like well, right, but you know, I'm too distant, and I think it's bad, and I'm not complaining too hard. Okay, okay, <laughs> I, but it's like it's like let me see an example. All right, so like so let's say I just had like you know like my arm amputated, and right, you say okay, I want you to amputate the rest of your other arm, and like you guys are saying, well, look, I just had my pinky amputated, and it's not that bad. <laughs> I could go the rest of the arm; it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. I recognize that it is a big deal. Well, yeah, in fact. Well, okay, but I mean, privation of limbs aside, guys. I mean, like, really, <laughs> right? Just nut up and listen to it. Yeah, dude, all right. Yeah. It's just some puppy dog lugs. It, it, it is man. like be a man. It is like Twilight. This book has cut off one of my testicles and fed it to me, and you want me to go ahead and feed it the other testicle? This, no, this we want you to you... feed yourself the other testicle. <laughs> We're good In friends, honor of but... Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. 
Okay. In in well, th- this is not a- absolutely necessary at this point because I'm assuming we'll have a few more installments before we actually need to finish persuading you. But I would like you to know that you are going to be persuaded. <laughs> this, I mean, so at some point you can just give up because it's going to happen anyway. Uh... Well, look, we're. I mean, okay. So, what if you're that confident that when we are uh, five or th- five or six discs in yeah, that right. we will not be able to continue? Then you shouldn't be worried about it. I guess I'm just scared. <laughs> You're scared that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to show my uh, my my credentials for how much I dislike this book so far, and that is I was wa- I was listening to it while I was walking down a public street, and uh, she was uh, the main character Bella was talking about how lovely um, the main vampire uh, Edward Cullen is because that's all she talks about in the first two discs is how attractive he is. No, and it's very true. And just, it rains in forks and yes. other people stare at other people. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I was listening to it and I started wringing my hands which I don't I can't think of another situation in my life where I've ever been wringing my hands on purpose. But I was wringing my hands and then that was not enough to alleviate the pain that I was feeling. And, like, I was trying to, like, I started squeezing them like I was trying to distract myself. And that wasn't working. So I started biting my my knuckle, like, literally (laughs) biting on my knuckle. And then she said something that really particularly annoyed me. And I don't remember what it was now. And I yelled. And a homeless guy next to me um, (laughs) who was wearing a plastic bag and nothing else looked at me and goes, Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) that is how much i hate this book the thing is i'm I'm listening to it usually while i'm at work just doing mindless tasks and yeah yeah which is which is awful because it it classically conditions me to hate work (laughs) it's an easy task i would assume yeah well you know um and yeah it's it's really awful, guys. I mean, now, I, I'm I'm concerned on your behalf that you're going to get caught because you work like in a real job with adults. You're not like at Subway or anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that if you got caught reading Twilight while you were working, that that might be somewhat embarrassing and possibly even detrimental to your career. Yeah, except well, two women in my office really like Twilight, like genuinely, yeah. and I have a hard time looking them both in the eye right now. Which is hard because my office has seven people in it. <laughs> but you know, fourteen eyes to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Now, I sh- I, that reminds me about. I wonder how, how pervasive this is among adult women. And do you guys know? Is this actually like quite? Um, I was actually at somebody's house for work on Wednesday, uh, doing some stuff at a home office, and woman who is very professional and together, uh, articulate and successful has the three books so far on her bookshelf very neatly arranged. Yeah. And I cannot imagine that was her husband. <laughs> well, like, so I'm, like, like, so with Harry Potter, right, which I can't help but comparing this to. Um, right. Harry Potter was certainly a young adult book in its original scope, but was quite appealing in the larger scale. I read the first Harry Potter book and thought, I, this is actually, this is enjoyable. I can see why people like this. I'm a big fan. Uh, I just back to Wikipedia. It says uh, 
Stephen King said in an interview, the real difference between uh, Rowling and, uh, and Meyer is that Joe Rowling is a terrific writer, and Stephanie Meyer can't write worth a darn. She's not very good. No, she, she's really not. Wait, is that really what it says? Yeah, that's what Stephen King said about it. I, mean, I really love the Harry Potter stuff, but I mean, basically it's that this is a world that I would want to be in, whereas I feel trapped in this like place where like the main character has like absolutely no agency. Um, you know. Nothing to like about her. She has no personality. Um, we're told that she's smart, but half of it is that she's done that class before. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at things she's done already. Well, okay, so so I want to touch on a couple of those themes there then, because that, that is yeah. really interesting, and, and then we can criticize the main character more. Um, so uh, according to according to the author, the main themes are choice and free will. And then the quote, I really think that that's the underlying metaphor of my vampires. It doesn't matter what it doesn't matter where you're stuck in life or what you think you have to do. You can always choose something else. There's always a different path. Now, with that in mind, um, it does. I don't have like... to finish reading the book. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on to say that your friends can sometimes choose for you because <laughs> they know what's best for their podcast. I uh, keep on going. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, but I completely agree with you that so far Bella's character has been completely and utterly without any sense of agency. It's like, if if her goal was to write a book that proves that 12-year-old girls only think about how cute boys are and nothing else ever, that's what this is going on. I mean, the only, besides that, she also is self-conscious. She has... Her, her brain is 50% Edward Cullen is beautiful and 50% oh my god, people are looking at me. And that's like the only two thoughts. And I don't see where there's a choice of life um, I don't see any ability for this character well, to just um, you know there's the character of Mike who's this guy who totally likes her and he seems nice enough and yeah. like you know if she wanted life to be less awkward she could start dating Mike um, <laughs> you know so that's something that's something but I mean like again all of so her personality wait, wait, so you're is saying, you're saying that she has proven that she has free will because she's not dating Mike mm-hmm <laughs> Well, because I'm not I, dating Mike either, and I'm not sure what that proves. And I well, chose to date Mike, and and I think I still have free will. <laughs> yeah. Now, which reminds me, have either of you found yourself while you were trying to take partake of this book, dreaming of Edward Cullen? Like in my dreams? Yeah. Like, have you ever I... woke up and go, "Oh wow, I'm thinking about how pretty Edward Cullen is." I mean, no more. No. Than your... <laughs> and you want to know why? Why? Because he, describing him as a series of compliments, but I don't have anything concrete, you know, to like put on him. Yeah, he has I, he has some golden hair and yes. some golden eyes, and he's pale and he's cold to the touch, and he's more ripped than you'd think. <laughs> but at the same time, I have no idea what his physicality is like, or what he wears, or you know, it's anything just, like that. Everything or, is perfection, which I, you know, I, I mean. If I it, can it, make this personal easy. about the author, I think it's yeah. that that could. This is. I mean, it feels like a first-time author thing. Is that there's no, like she she describes a series of events, or she'll 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 mention this thing about him. He has perfect hair, but she won't give us anything with which to visualize hair. That's right. There is no like her adjectives are limited to perfect and golden. For everything about this vampire. Yeah. Um, can I say why I read 
so far, you know, like someone who hated the book as much as I did, yeah. um, would you know conceivably not read all the way through half of it. Yeah, um, discs is a lot, right? I mean, so disc like, one felt like a lot. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you exactly my rationale for doing it, which was that surely they're bound to have sex soon. <laughs> if you know anything about this book, as you know that they do not. This is an this is an abstinence only education book. Okay, and that is um, something I figured out later on, <laughs> and that's why I stopped reading the book. <laughs> okay, that reminds me. I was going to say the other thing is when I first started reading this, um, I grabbed the wrong disc. Uh oh. So I have listened to the first forty minutes or so of the fourth book. Oh, so they're they're they are alone in a room, Uh-oh. and they are not making out because he's a vampire. And at least one foot needs to be on the floor at all times. <laughs> this is this, seriously this is what's happening. In in wait, is that a rule? Is that like a, a rule that someone's heard? Uh, about vampires or about not making out? About not about, making out. About parent? Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a parent rule. Like, don't go too far, kids. That seems pretty kinky, if you ask me. Like, the situations <laughs> that would lead to are wild. That just sounds like a challenge to you, that's all. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like a tricky it's pool like... shot you're lining up. <laughs> <laughs> so but they're, so they're, they're not making out, like, but they're like very close to making out, but not making out, and just sort of breathing on each other. This is four, this is three full books in, and they are still teasing and almost kissing. Um, can I just give a, a quick plug to to the, uh, the TV show True Blood. Yeah, go ahead. If you like vampires and you like sex, <laughs> then, then uh, so do True Blood. Blood they get it on? Yes, a lot. Yeah, and in Buffy, too, they get it on a lot. Well, you know, yeah. vampire with the exception of Stephanie Meyer's world. The thing about True Blood is that since it's on HBO, you know, it's... Right. You can show it, tits. Can. <laughs> and do. <laughs> and do. I'm interested to find out in the next several books if other people in the world are sleeping together. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with no, and here's why. Because <laughs> it's from her point of view, and this character's supposed to be likable, and the only way that anybody could be fooled into liking this character is you if you assume that she's kind of the coolest one around. Um, and if there are girls, you know, uh, doing giving things in bathrooms, yeah, giving it up in, in, in high school bathrooms and other things like that, like... She instantly becomes, you know, uh, that quality gets taken away from her. Um, who's, you know, who's getting some? I'm pretty sure is her mom and uh, and That's her true. step. That's yeah, true. I, I mean, in the real world, they would be. I don't know if they are in this book. He's like he's younger, and he's like a like a baseball player, right? Right, and and she's divorced, which means she's all about the junk. Yeah, there's no way this is like you know. No, but then, okay, but you can't say you can't say logically. There's no way they would not be sleeping together because that's true of everything else in the book. I mean, so okay, so they so what you haven't quite gotten to yet, Chris, um, and as might remember, is they go all a, a bunch of the kids go together to a, a beach. Nobody screws. So they take like 15, 16 high school kids, and they're these okay. These are not twelve year olds. This is these are seventeen year old high school students. Sixteen of them unchaperoned out into the woods they break up into smaller groups and no one gets any including couples there are several couples no one screws on this beach Ooh. Um.
Seriously though, if anyone actually could get the rights to Twilight to make a porn, that would sell like hotcakes. What do you mean the rights? You think every like the guy who who wrote Shaving Ryan's Privates really paid Tom Hanks any money? I mean, like this is you 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 can make a porno version without. I, I thought Tom Hanks actually got like a, a producer credit on that one. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that actually it could exist already then? It would very well might. I mean, I've seen a lot of porno parodies. All right, Googling. <laughs> I think I found a Twilight fan fiction porn. Does that count? Oh, I, Wikipedia did say there was a lot of fan fiction, including what the internet is great at, which is erotic fan fiction. <laughs> but the thing is, if you write erotic fan fiction based on Twilight, don't you kind of ruin Twilight? Like, isn't Twilight well, it's about really the Nazi? In the book, it's like, I met Edward Cullen, was attracted to him, so I asked him to sleep with me, and he said yes. <laughs> then he ate my face because he was a vampire and I died. <laughs> but now I'm a vampire. So, That's, you know. yeah, but now I got laid and I'm a vampire. Yeah, that would be a short book. Yeah. In I fact, mean, like, I think I just point. wrote erotic fan fiction. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how erotic getting your face eaten is. <laughs> Edward pulled out his perfect golden penis. <laughs> <laughs> Edward went down on me flawlessly. <laughs> I was really concerned about the people were staring at us. That's why we decided to do it on a public bus. (laughs) Um, It's true. Nobody looks at each other on a bus. (laughs) I just found a ban the Twilight Books in the U.S. website. Oh, nice. There are 25 people that support it. Oh, can I? Is it some religious people? Um, Is it based on the fact that they really hate vampires? No, it's it's a religious group that really thinks kids should have sex. <laughs> no, oh, this is messed up, dude. This girl like kind of attacked a guy because he didn't like Twilight. <laughs> the boy got hospitalized <laughs> as a result. A girl attacked in the UK. Wow. So uh, uh, saying that they didn't particularly. I'm going to read this enjoy. to you, Chris, because this is amazing. Okay. According to the story, the girl was reading a Twilight book in science class instead of paying attention, so a boy sitting near her told her to put the book away and pay attention, offhandedly mentioning that the books were, in his opinion, dumb. <laughs> she put the book away and gave him a death glare, which is not illegal, I, I would like to point no. out. He and his friends started conversing about how diehard the fans are and how stupid it is sometimes. Their words, not the author of this petition. Roughly 15 minutes later, while the students were working with their chemistry experience, the girl came up behind the boy, tapped him on the shoulder, and said she had a question. He turned around, and she proceeded to throw her entire beaker full of acid at him, splashing it all on his face, screaming, You fucker, fucking Twilight hater. As if that weren't enough, she proceeded to pick up a compass and stab him repeatedly. As the girl was being carted away, the look on her face is described by the friend of the victim as a, as smug. This event happened on February 2nd, 2009. Wow. Wait, is this real? Because, yeah. um, like, you know? Well, probably not, but let's just let's admire it. <laughs> it might be real. <laughs> you know, I've heard that the fan base is pretty rabid. And is pretty, you know, pretty, pretty devoted. Which I find a hard time understand, you know, understanding that because I've listened to the first couple discs. <laughs> because I've read the book. <laughs> so uh, I think it's time for uh, for one more compliment. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. To finish it, to complete our compliment sandwich, uh, who who would like to go first? I got one. Okay. Go ahead. The cover is two hands holding an apple, mm-hmm. and the apple looks pretty ripe. <laughs> you admire the produce selection on the cover. <laughs> it seems tasty. I bet it's firm, and someone eventually eats it. Which is more than I can say for this, you know, the people in this book. <laughs> They're all firm, but nobody eats them. Nobody eats them ever. Just go to waste. His penis was perfectly hard and golden. <laughs> uh, is, that beautiful- your, is that your compliment? Is that your other compliment? <laughs> no. Chris, would you, do you have one? My compliment is, as much as I hate Bella, I admire Stephanie Meyer's choice to make the thing that makes her different than, you know, any other white girl is that she is a little bit smart and that the big flirting thing that they do is over science, you know, and that, you know, to get more girls interested in science is a noble aim. Um, And, you know, at least it's not about sticking your ass out. That's true. the The compliment here is that the book includes a classroom. As a well, yeah, and that the classroom be you know something that she's good at and something to admire her at. That's, that's true. She, she does that's, do science. Yeah, that's pretty solid. To finish my compliment sandwich, I want I I really don't like clumsy foreshadowing, which there is a lot of in this book. Yes. But what I do really like is is puns, and Stephanie Meyer does what I've I'm, I'm going to call pun shadowing. Oh yeah. They're like shows up at school for the first time and Bella goes, I don't know what I was so worried about. It's not like anyone here was gonna bite me. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. <laughs> da, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, I gotta take off guys. Thanks so much for uh joining me on this uh first edition of Read It and Weep, where we discuss Twilight and why it sucks. Uh tune in next time when we discuss Twilight again and why it still sucks. All right. Hey, well, thanks for guys. Thanks for talking to me, guys. Yep. Yeah, Take care. And, uh, um, good night. Thanks for checking out this episode of Read It and Weep. You can find more episodes on our website, readweep.com. That's read-weep.com. And you can send us feedback at our email address. It's podcasts at readweep.com.